Welcome to the Scrum Facilitators Community Podcast, the place for real conversations around Scrum. Welcome to the Scrum Facilitators Community Podcast, everyone. Uh, today we're here with Wim van Baren. Uh, Wim and I actually are uh, in the process of uh, writing a blog post, which probably will be uh, in the show notes as well. Wim um, is a, a, a Scrum Facilitator, a, a Scrum Master, uh, Agile Coach, worked with uh, DevOps teams and Scrum teams, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later on. So, welcome, Wim. Thank you, Jasper, for having me in this podcast. Uh, I, 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 I really admire you guys and, and what you do. So, it's an honor and a pleasure. It's nice because we love to talk to people that are um, in the field working with teams uh, facilitating change, which is actually actually going to be the topic for today and uh, the thing we're writing about, right? So um, as, so what do you love most about your job? Uh, a couple of things. I, well, many things. But uh, for the sake of this podcast, I'll, I'll stick to... Um, <laughs> yeah, we have to be brief. Right, right. So um, I, I really love seeing, you know, change happening over time. And uh, that is the most rewarding feeling I get from a assignment. Uh, when we all have noticed or maybe experienced the awkwardness and the discomfort in the beginning of a change uh jasper right uh, mm-hmm, you, yeah. you felt it also i guess and mm-hmm. and i always try to help um, create a environment or an atmosphere where a constant change or an, and, and collaboration innovation can can thrive and um that, that's what I love doing. And, and if you mm. really, you know, see that happening over time, that, that mm-hmm. is the thing I love the most. Uh, and experiments. Uh, that, that really is helpful as well to achieve um, stuff. Yeah. Right. So, so do you have an example of something that um, was a big change for, for maybe a team or a company that you worked for? Yeah, the kind of, you know, we were diving into the topic of, of the podcast then. If you don't mind, uh, Jasper, right. yeah. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Let's do that. Okay, okay, because <laughs> yeah, the, the, the agile world is full of misconceptions, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, it is. Which is fine, you know. Um, and I don't blame anyone for that. But um, mm-hmm. I, I believe we have a uh, a role there and, and, and try to get rid of them one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... the well, the most interesting experience I, I did lately is that um, I kind of experienced the, the fact that every action you take uh, has an effect on in terms of sustainability. And some effects are only, you know, valuable in the short term. Um, mm-hmm. And after a while, they quickly fade out, which is actually a waste of time. Um, mm. But others are valuable in the long run. And um, I tend to go for the ladder so mm. to to aim for those long-term effects and um well yeah the best example is the, is the topic of this po- uh, podcast right facilitate mm. change and not sessions mm-hmm. uh, so i i have this theory that scrum masters or agile coaches mm-hmm. aren't facilitators yeah and well, that's a bold statement yeah then. yeah and many many people <laughs> frown when i say that which is also mm-hmm. fine because that that is exactly 
the reason why I say this out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I ask why, you know, they, they yeah. ask me, what do you mean, Wim, right? Our Scrum Master is facilitating always, every session, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. even non-Scrum events, you know? Um, and then I ask, okay, well, but why? And they, they give me an honest uh, answer. Like, okay, uh, otherwise the, the sessions are not effective or um, people do not come prepared or no one is taking the lead or, you know. Um, so somebody has to own the responsibility of 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 leading stuff right right and, right and, yeah and and yeah. even the 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 thing is they they say okay without the scrum master we need to organize it ourselves hmm. and then okay bam there you go right yeah Th- there it is that that is the yeah best reason for for a scrum master not to facilitate it so so if we if we examine that a little bit right so if we because it's an interesting question because uh, a lot of scrum masters, I think, are struggling with this as well, right? Uh, things that are asked of us uh, as scrum masters, sometimes uh, we just step into that. Uh, sometimes maybe a pitfall, or sometimes it's maybe a good thing. You know, it's it's a balance that you have to to look for. Um, and when people start looking at you and um, asking you to facilitate a session, well, you do so, right? Well, let, let's take for instance that that's just. Pick the retrospective, right? So yep. this this is one of the most one of the things that that was a uh, something that I discovered, you know, recently. Just found that it's um, when you look at the Scrum Guide, it, it doesn't say the Scrum Master has to facilitate the retrospective, right? It says the Scrum Team um, is responsible for inspecting and adapting itself, and you know, and, and, and um, and the Scrum Master is responsible for the effectiveness of the Scrum Team. That that is what it says as well. So there's a there's a, a, a difficult balance there. So so how, how do you think about that? Yeah, I. The, it's it's funny they say the retrospective, right? The, the, that is about you know um, um, a look back and then a look ahead again, right? Okay, so what mm-hmm. what have we learned and what can we do to improve? Uh, step mm. by step, baby steps, and I think one of the the strongest skills of a of a team is um, the ability to keep changing and and right. cope with the everlasting uncertainties and unknowns we we face every day, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and by by having a big role as a scrum master within those sessions, you kind of you know. Uh, become an impediment to the team. Uh, when you help the team self-organize a bit by not facilitating, uh, then you tend to go for the long-term effect, which I, you know, right. said in the beginning. And um, I so 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 how does that how does that work? Uh, if how does it work not facilitate the retrospective? So as a scrum master, uh, say you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, so. I have a, 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 a retrospective coming up, and mm-hmm. you know uh, what's going to be my role? How I'm going to play this out? Uh, yeah, well, my advice would be: um, um, please stick to what you're doing right now, and then have a conversation in that retrospective. Like, okay, guys, I'm going to have a step back, do a step back, right. and um, let you, you know, 
try to facilitate and uh, try to host this session. I will help you. And mm. uh, we will prepare wherever, you know, whatever is necessary. Uh, and take it slow because uh, mm. you don't want to, you know, uh, be evasive or, or attack them. Like, okay, hey, right. I, I've done done this now now it's your job no don't do that so take it slow um yeah yeah and, and do it together uh, there always are volunteers who are willing to do this and um and by doing that people you know tend to come more prepared to the to the session to the retrospective right so so what would be the scrub master's role um or accountability maybe on in the long run when Say, for instance, this team is picking that up, you know, starting to facilitate retrospectives more uh, or other sessions uh, apart from the retrospective, just owning up their process more, I guess. Um, would you like be able to step back completely yeah. or how would, how would that be? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is an interesting role, right? The Scrum Master role. Um hmm. The, the the guide describes it a bit, but that's it, you know. And and you can you yeah. can do whatever you like as a scrum master, and and uh, it also depends on on the organization, on the environment, on on the situation there. But you know, there are always development teams or DevOps or biz DevOps, mm. but they essentially are building products to to create impact for customers, and. Um, right. And customer value, um, and so the main focus of the team is is to improve on that. And sometimes you need to change the approach. You're doing that, mm. right? And then mm. sometimes it's product development. Sometimes the way we iterate or communicate with stakeholders, or even the team itself, the composition of it, skills. Well, you know, you name it. Right. Uh, even even yeah. backlog. Um, and for this, everyone involved there in this mm-hmm. uh, process needs to grasp the concept of change right and right. this i think is essentially our goal as scrum masters and agile coaches mm. so help people understand mm. this concept of change and uh, experiment with it you know we're not yeah. there to teach scrum uh, it's also a bold statement i guess but it's 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 there. Um, well, it it is mainly important to to grasp the concept of change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting what you say because teaching Scrum is more like the mechanics or or, or you know having um, an understanding of what Scrum is or what Scrum means maybe. But ultimately, people of course working with Scrum ultimately um, should experience change in how Scrum helps you inspect and adapt. Uh, your product and your process, right? So um, it's actually to create that that experience to be able to have teams and organizations be able to cope with that and to cope with change and complexity uh, in their environment where they're in, right? So... um, uh, Yeah, so so I think that's a good... It's... The the answer that you're giving also sort of makes sense as in um, it's not just about the team right so sometimes scrum masters maybe are too much focused on the team uh whilst more change in the behavior and the the process around the teams and and the organization that needs help as well yeah definitely yeah yeah i i, yeah. I think i spend most of the time outside of the team um, right right and um you know because yeah 
that is basically the hardest part of our job, you know, to to influence that that part of of the en- right. environment of the organization. Uh, um, and and the, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you said, Jasper, let them experience uh, it right. uh, by by doing experience because we need to always keep in mind that we work with highly skilled, intelligent people, and Right. We do not want to teach them anything because they invented Scrum, right? Right. Developers right. created Scrum, so yeah, uh, it's their thing, and and we just need to help on the sideline there and and be kind of oxygen to the team. And uh, right, yeah. Uh, so so is there is there some technique, a theory, a tool, something that you maybe use in the past um, that could help? scrum masters or anybody listening to this podcast any uh you know help there in their journey um i love experimenting and uh right the, the, it's very easy you know and it, it's not science so uh, let's keep it simple hmm. right so um put down a hypothesis okay let, let's try this to have an outcome like this and just go ahead, um, mm-hmm. have, have a few people on board and, and give it a try and then do a retrospective on it and, and learn. And, you know, mm-hmm. when stuff just isn't working, you, you can stop and do a, another experiment. But, uh, yeah, you learn always something and, and that's right. very interesting. Um, so that would be the, the goal, right, of the experiment is to learn. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the, uh, yeah. yeah. So every, every experiment you, you have is successful basically right yeah. it, in my experience that it's um it's some it's difficult some organizations find the word very uh, frightening almost um if you name the word experiment in an organization they think oh we're going to do things that might go terribly wrong and um a, a fall us backward do you have some some tips or yeah ideas about how how we can approach yeah, that i get it i get it uh, and i've seen that uh jasper uh, yeah yeah um well that's basically also a a a tip for when you just started as a scrum master you know if if you take it easy in the beginning hmm. and and not be on the foreground all the time um in the beginning and don't be pedantic mm-hmm. you know like a like a school teacher but just mm-hmm. wait days weeks even months and of course you help out you know you ask questions you, you do whatever you can but but still be patient and someday someone will come to you and he will ask for help and mm. and probably there's a chance that an experiment you know will suffice and don't call it an experiment just you know right. go ahead and do it and then later on you mm. say, okay hey thanks for the experiment this is what we learned um so shall we keep on doing this or shall we shall we pivot a bit but um right there's always a change coming along um oh. yeah so actually the word experiment is maybe uh something that might be frightening for some it's more like the way you approach things and that you explain to people, well, let's just try this out. And, and, uh, as you said, like, what's the hypothesis that we want to test and what are we going to do to find, to find out if that leads to results and then go from there again. And, 
and, and also so be patient uh so the experiment doesn't have to be done in a day or yeah 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 Right. No, it takes yeah. days, you know, uh, weeks, um, sometimes even months, and and sometimes an experiment will lead to another experiment. And uh, when you, when you get in that in that you know uh, cycle of of one experiment leading to another one, I think then then you have a a, a great environment uh, created together, you know, with with the team or teams right. or management, whoever. Right? This is this is also applicable on on sessions without uh, without Scrum teams. Um, right. Um, or scrum of scrum sessions or uh, yeah and it's a way to to cope with uh with the complex environment we're in uh it's actually a way to um to help enable change right to do these experiments yeah 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 so right so so are are there um is there a sort of a strategy you have when it comes to these experiments that that is sort of a default that you use or how do you approach these experiments it starts with the conversation, actually, and uh, right. I don't have a recipe, uh, Jasper, for this. Uh, mm. Um, mm. And it, it is not science at all, so no, no pre-work, you know, is needed there. Mm. Sometimes, in the middle of a session, the need for an experiment will pop up, and there's your chance to do it. And then, um, yeah, mm-hmm. no recipe at all, no strategy, so uh, as long right. as you, you know inspect the the outcome and uh, and maybe pivot a bit or mm-hmm. yeah, as long as you learn from it um it is an experiment yeah. yeah yeah right so so have the conversation um and learn from the from the out from the outcome uh and and have a conversation again i guess and like in that way inspect and adapt constantly right yeah yeah and help them you know uh find their way in um uh, really grasping that that concept of experiment and and, and change mm-hmm. over time so uh long term right remember uh right. yeah yeah we're not we're not here for the short term and, and change change takes a while change can take a while and it requires patient being patient also of course and it feels awkward like i said in the beginning right. and if you if you sense that awkwardness things are moving so right things might you know end up end up uh, in a better way so uh, go right. ahead and, and give it a try so if we go back to where we started right um, we've talked about experiments and uh, scrum masters are there to facilitate change and it can be hard um, what can we what, what kind of tip or advice uh, could you give scrum masters about um, you know stuck in the sessions um okay so we can do experiments um i i heard you say go slow actually you've given quite some 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 tips yep, already yep, i yep, guess yep. uh about how we how we can cope with that it's um yep. yeah yeah i i think uh if, if i could give one more tip uh, it's a combination of things um so if you take it slow and and, and you know it's all also about timing and, mm-hmm. and you don't learn it right from from your first That's assignment true. or you, you just yeah. go out there and and um and, and this took me to be honest a while to realize this that 
and mm-hmm. and I learned that based on feedback. I ask constantly for feedback, like, okay, what can mm-hmm. can I do to improve? And um, so nowadays, I really try to take it slow. And uh, mm-hmm. you're there for the well for for a long time, uh, perhaps. And um, it's also your own journey, but especially it's a journey of the team. And um, um, yeah, once you have the team's trust and they hmm. see you as a, as their companion or travel companion, eh? it's a journey, then perhaps it's, it's an opportunity to uh, to guide a bit more. So it's timing yeah. as well. And and you cannot learn that in a training, you know. Uh, you true. guys train a lot of people, and uh, but you cannot, yeah, yeah you give examples, but uh, you, you only no, it's learn a way it of ex- in you the field. To, yes, you have to experience it, exactly. And and my in my experience, it's exactly what you say. Sometimes you have an idea, right, that will maybe work for a team, and uh, you get this great idea, and you, you bring it to the team, and, and it just maybe they don't get it, or, or they're not at a, a point in time where they are are uh, able to take on that challenge or to do that experiment um but then you know a couple of weeks couple of months later uh this problem arises that they got right uh and then then you have that moment where you think all oh, right so now now i can maybe give this introduction or give a hint or do yep. an experiment yep. that does help them further and they, they can own that as well right and, and then you well, but then you're facilitating change, right? It's it's, it's uh, timing is uh, of the essence, I guess. Yeah, there you go. That's timing is everything, and yeah. there's only one way to learn this, you know, in the trenches and and knee deep right. in the mud, yeah. and uh, and yeah, <laughs> really, and fail and and, yeah. and get that feedback, and uh, yeah, do do it better next time. So nice, yeah. excellent. So so Wim, I want to talk about something else a little bit because we've talked about change. And we um, we haven't talked to really about it, but you 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 write as well, right? So you are a writer, actually. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about your writing, which is an interesting story? Um, well, I started writing um, articles, like like we all do, perhaps. But mm-hmm. um, uh, lately, I've been writing a uh, a book, or we published it uh, already, and I did that together with my son um we started when he was six and now he's nine and um we finished the book and it, it's out there so it's a children's book adventure wow. book and uh, it's for readers for it's about roughly eight years uh to 12 i think yeah yeah so it's a children's book that you wrote together with your together, son yeah and uh what is it about it is about a boy and a girl going on an adventure, and um, it's a kind of a fantasy story as well. A happy ending, um, you know, and it it is really about the experience I I had there. Um, it it was kind of funny if I look at it from a uh, scrum perspective. I did it in iterations, mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I I used feedback to improve the story and um i did not it's kind of in the blood right yeah uh, i guess so <laughs> i guess so yeah i did yeah. not knew the the end of it and uh but gradually we we find an ending and it was a very nice uh, process um yeah i really enjoyed it wow so this actually really ties in to what we talked about right so so 
having feedback, doing experiments and, and not knowing the outcome, not knowing the outcome of the story, uh, but still trusting in the fact that, you know, it will be a good story and it will end well. Uh, it will end happy and all. And, uh, um, and, and your son actually helped writing it as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Thinking about the story and you did that together. Yeah, that there wow. were many uncertainties, but uh, the things we could, <laughs> you know... Um, um, yeah, start writing in the beginning, like the characters and the names and, and some plots, and uh, we we did that upfront, you know. So we uh, you have a kind of a framework, and uh, but we we changed that many times during the process as well. Oh, that's awesome! So, um, well, actually, we are quite in a bit, quite already uh, in the podcast. Um, what I would like you to um, uh, to think about, maybe we have this. Uh, this sort of chain question mm-hmm. uh, that we uh, that we ask uh, people, and um, actually, the, um, um, there was a, a, a question from our previous guest, uh, and it it is about having wh- what if you could have one skill um, that you could like learn overnight and have for the rest of your life. Um, so an extra skill, uh, Jasper. Uh, yeah. So okay. yes, Re- Re- Rebecca uh, Rebecca Dayton had this uh, this question. Good question. As, yeah. So what would it be? Oh wow. Um, I would I would definitely go for a skill or ability to to cure diseases. <laughs> it mm. Sounds heavy, but uh, you know. And and I start with cancer. So uh, right. that, that is the one skill I definitely want when I wake up. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't argue with that. All right. And so what, what question would you have for, for our next guest? What would be your question? Okay, here it is. What hmm. What is the most important decision you ever made and why? Wow. Well, that could be a big question. I'm very curious. The answer yes, will be... Very yeah. curious. Yeah. I'm very curious what the answer will be. Um, so it... It has been amazing having you uh, talking about um, change. Of course, the, the 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 blog that we are writing will be uh, will be in the in the show notes eventually, as well as of course the link to your book, um, uh, which we hope we hope of course everybody out there will 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 buy and then read with their children, which uh, which would be awesome, of yeah. course. Um, is there uh, any way? What way can people that listen to the podcast uh, uh, reach you do you have any talks or maybe things you're gonna uh, sessions you're gonna join or what, what or how can they find you well you, you can find me on linkedin and on my website uh, and of course mm-hmm. through my uh, website for the book as well so uh, mm-hmm. yeah okay those places cool. well we'll make sure we'll make sure that that the link is in the show notes as well so uh, you can find him uh, uh, on linkedin and of course uh, by his book it has been great having you, Wim, um, talking about this. And um, if there are any questions, of course, uh, please let us know if you have any uh, suggestions. Also, of course, feedback that we're uh, very open to to, listen, uh, to to improve this podcast. Please let us know. It was a pleasure, and Jasper. We, uh, Thanks. Thanks yes, for having me. It was awesome having you. It was awesome. Having you. And uh, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Scrum Facilitators Community Podcast, the place for real conversations around Scrum. Do you have a story to share in this podcast? Get in touch with us at podcast at scrumfacilitators.com. Mm-hmm.